Radio. Grace and Truth, talking with Archbishop Julian. So I'm joined once again with Archbishop Julian. Luke, I'm very pleased to be with you again. So back for another episode. Uh, and in this episode, um, I guess I wanted to start by reflecting upon something that I've seen. I don't know if, if you have the unhealthy habit of looking at the letters and the opinion pages uh, in the newspaper, <laughs> but something that I have actually noticed in that, especially surrounding, you know, we've got all these issues going on today. We've got um, this this debate about marriage. We've got euthanasia and Christianity is actually popping up. It's a little bit refreshing, actually. Christianity is popping up quite a bit um, in, in the papers and in, in people's opinions and in commentary and, and that kind of thing. But something that I've noticed within this is that a lot of people have a certain understanding of Christianity and a number of people have these ideas of what, what Jesus would, would think about a particular issue. But it doesn't seem like, from, from reading this, it really seems like that people don't have an understanding of, firstly, why Christ came and secondly, why Christianity exists. Um, it seems like a very big gap there, that there's a lot of people who know a little bit about Christianity, but not a lot of people who understand that that very basic notion of what it means to be a Christian mm. Mm. Um, and, and why Christianity even exists and mm. why God sent his only mm. son. So, I wanted to put that to you. Do you yeah. think that there's a real need in our society today, which is, to a certain extent, quite still Christian. There's still a lot of people who identify as Christians. There's still a lot of Christian tenants mm. in our laws. There's still definitely Christian churches around and Christian art and Christian architecture. But do you think that there's a need to go back to basics? Uh, yes, it's, it's a very interesting question these days um, to ask people exactly what do they understood, understand um, by the idea of being a Christian. And uh, it'll, it'll, the answer, I think, would vary enormously. Um, you know, we would say, and, and it's still the case, that a majority of Australians would would define themselves as Christian. Um, the question is, what is at the heart of being Christian? Now, for, for many people, I think, because we've, we've, we've had a, a general Christian environment in our society, many people... Uh, can feel relatively comfortable with, with the idea of being Christian, although increasingly people are deciding that they want to declare themselves as having no religion. But um, for those who, who say that they're Christian, it is a very interesting question to say, well, what does that actually mean? I, I think when you talk to people, uh, generally people would say, well, for me to be Christian means we should love others. Uh, and that's and, and they would naturally refer to Christ's own teaching. You should love your neighbour as yourself, and things like that. Um, and and so people can have the attitude: well, look, as long as I'm a loving person, as long as I'm, uh, you know, being considerate towards other people. Uh, these days, particularly among in our educational establishments, there's a lot of focus on the importance of social justice. As long as I have. A, um, a heart for social justice, as long as I believe in issues related to, to justice, then I'm a Christian. Um, so is Christianity simply having some fundamental, some fundamentally good attitudes in life? Justice, love, consideration for others, and that sort of thing. Is that sufficient? So is Christianity simply a a general moral kind of attitude 
towards life? Or is, is there more? I think that's a very important question. I'd like to ask the question, and I might put it to uh, the listeners at this moment. If you were in 10 words or less to summarise the teaching of Jesus or the message of Jesus, what would you say? I'd like to ask that question because I think it then, if I focuses the mind and say, what was the essential message of Jesus Christ? And I think most people would immediately say to love others, um, uh, to be kind and considerate and so forth, those sort of things I was speaking about before. Because I think that's commonly understood to be that Jesus came, he, he showed compassion to the, to the, the suffering, he healed the, the sick, um, he went around, he related to ordinary people, he didn't engage so much with the establishment, you know, he, he moved among ordinary people, he showed great compassion for, for the ordinary people. So people immediately think, well, that's what Christianity is. It should be something that, uh, whereby I'm a compassionate, considerate, thoughtful person. So I'd like to ask that question. And maybe the listeners had a moment to think how they'd answer it. The way I answer it is to ask people then, what was the very first words of the message of Jesus? When he began his public ministry, what did he say? Was his very first words, love one another? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> his very first words were, repent and believe for the kingdom of God is close at hand. Now, that immediately uh, kind of challenges, I think, what we, what we probably would have anticipated to be the focus of his mission and his message. But when you look at the, the Gospels, you'll find particularly that Jesus invariably will want to go back and talk about the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is like so many parables that Jesus told. The kingdom, So he was focused particularly on this notion of the kingdom of God. And if you like, the way into or the way to participate in the kingdom of God is by repenting and believing. Now, that's probably not easily acceptable to modern mentalities and modern sensibilities, particularly the word repent. We don't necessarily feel comfortable with the idea of repentance. Yet that was a word that Jesus used at the very beginning of his, of his preaching. I think we have to get back to basics. I think that's the basics. That is the message. Um, and I, th I think it's something that then cause, can cause us to look more deeply. Yes, what does it mean to be a Christian? What is at the heart of being a Christian? It's not just having some good moral uh, dispositions towards people. It really has to do ultimately with the quality of our relationship with God. Yeah, I think... Um you know, I'd, I'd want to wrap it up there because that's a. <laughs> it, it's interesting that you're saying that because even when I, I wasn't expecting you to go down the line of what, what was the first thing that 
that, that Jesus said. I was half expecting you to say maybe what was the first thing that Peter said at Pentecost or what did Paul say in his letters? Um, but that's very true. We, if we go straight, even straight to the source, because sometimes I think that, you know, when we're talking about reading the, the newspaper and that and people's understanding of Christianity, it seems to be very much uh, a hyper-focus on a kind of gloss over the Gospels and ignoring Acts of the Apostles and ignoring St. Paul. Um and but but when we look at when we look at those two great two great apostles saints Peter and Paul when we look at them you know their big message was continually a very similar thing is this idea of well Jesus Christ came for the forgiveness of sins he he came as the fulfillment he was he's the messiah um he didn't come as as a kind of great social activist or a great politician or any of those things and he would be the perfect one of any of those um but it really that, that there's that there's this underlying message here about the forgiveness of sins and about our relationship with God and the coming of the kingdom. Luke, what you're saying is uh, is it, it, very very true um, that that what Christ Himself taught and what the church initially proclaimed through Saints Peter and Paul uh, is something I think we've forgotten about. We, we've or we've glossed over, or we've we've thought. Well, that's yeah. That's um, we're already doing that, or that's already um, part or the background to, to Christianity, and we've moved on from from there. I, I think the time of use use the word back to basics. I, I think I think the time has come to go back to basics, and, and if you like, uh, initially to to look at this question of the kingdom of God, it, it, it's not an easy concept for us to grasp the kingdom of God. Um, you know, uh, what is Jesus talking about here? You know, it's, it's interesting he uses a, a phrase about the devil. He says the devil is the prince of this world. So there's, there's a certain comparison the Lord is making that there are um, actually demonic, uh, dangerous forces at work in the world that are destructive but there's a kingdom of God. There's a way in which you can live your life in the world, but really belonging to God's kingdom, uh, belonging to something which is a, a spiritual reality by its nature. Another way of describing it can be placing ourselves under the protection, the guidance of God. So our life, if you like, can't be secular. or We can't just live our life in the world and try to be good. Uh, that's not Christianity. Christianity is to say, no, I'm going to bring my life under the protection, the guidance of God. I'm actually going to want to live first and foremost according to what God wants. So my constant reference point will be towards God himself. And the two words that Jesus used, repent and believe, are, are, are critical to this. I think it's very helpful, the word repent, which sticks in our throat these days. It's probably helpful, it's often made reference to the Greek word metanoia, which is, I think, very useful here because it talks about a change of direction. So to be a Christian means we change our direction from living according to the world to living according to God. We actually do decidedly move our life in a particular direction. It's changing ourselves and our first and foremost um, uh, focus for our life is God himself. I think it's very important, you know, when we talk about the, the notion of love, uh, Jesus taught, said, love God 
with all your mind, heart, soul and strength and your neighbour as yourself. Like Jesus himself put love of God as the primary uh, direction and focus for your life. And if you like, what flows from that is love of, of neighbour. So Christianity can't separate love of God from love of neighbour. And, and so that idea of repentance is really recognising that my life is actually, God is there, but he's kind of in the background. He's there as a, a kind of a, a source of comfort or strength and difficulty. But I largely live my life according to myself. I largely live my life according to my own lights and desires and, and interests. Jesus was saying, that's not good enough. Jesus was saying, no, no, you've got to put your whole life under God. You've, you've got to redirect yourself. And you've got to believe. You've got to believe fundamentally in the presence and action of God in your life. You bring yourself to, to that state of belief, the word I'd like to use, of, of trust. To believe in God is to trust in God. I'm going to place my life under God's direction and guidance, wholly and completely. You know, Jesus himself said, I haven't come to do my own will. I've come to do the will of the one who sent me. So Jesus himself has said, my reference point is not myself. I'm not coming to do what I want to do. I'm not just focusing on my own interests and my own kind of ways of seeing things or what I think I should devote my life to. I'm always making my reference point my Father in heaven. I've come to do his will. And I think the Christian, the same thing, to say, I'm not going to just going to do my own thing. I'm actually going to redirect my life so I am quite definitely and seriously wanting to place myself under God's guidance and direction. And these are the sort of basics I think we need to get back to to understand what we really are meant to be as Christians in the world today. How how do we do we get back to to basics other than listening to uh, to your show on radio? How how does the person who Perhaps if I could use the example, because for, for someone who probably um, has next to no understanding of Christianity or, or next to no and, and knows that and acknowledges that, you know, they, they would go through the, the typical process. They'd probably go to a priest and ask them, what's, what's Christianity about? How do you say, though, in a society which I guess feels like it's done this, you know, I, I've, I've, I've been raised on this, you know, how, how do or how rather does a society or and particular persons in that society, which seems to be as the the, the term that's used post-Christian, um, seems to be in that mindset, how does that kind of society then turn itself and takes itself back to those mm. basics? Mm. I think the critical thing is a decision. Or, or one way, there are many ways of putting it. One way of putting it is to say, I'm going to be not just a Christian by virtue of background of general kind of acceptance of Christianity, if you like a certain cultural Christianity, I'm going to make a decision to be a Christian. I'm going to be an intentional Christian. So I think the key thing is decision. Uh, and it, it, it is, in a, in a way, a radical decision too. It's not, it's not just accepting Christianity on my own terms. And that's the thing that many people find difficult. I'd like to be able to control Things I'd like to be able to pick and choose what I uh, accept for my own life. Uh, now we have to say, no, it's not good enough. You actually have to say, I'm, I'm intentionally going to place my life under, under God, 
or more specifically, I'm going to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. I'm going to have him as my constant reference point. The first thing I'm going to try and do is really build my personal relationship with Christ, which will mean I will pray, which means every day I will be attuning myself to Christ. It means that I will start reading the scriptures not just as, as some information about Christianity, but I'll be reading it listening, Jesus, what are you saying to me? And, and the, the Gospels aren't soft or easy. You know, Jesus said, you, look, you've got to take up your cross and follow me. You know, at times, there's a very, very challenging parts of the Scriptures, and we need to hear those parts and not the soft and nice parts that we might like to, to accept. So I, I think that to be an intentional Christian means that we need to actually put strong focus really on a daily basis uh, on our relationship with God in Christ. And particularly, we need to pray and we need to listen to the Word of God, particularly the Gospels, um, in a very direct, immediate way. Well, we, we finish up with some, uh, with some work for our listeners <laughs> to do, me included. Um, and that is the, you know, the continuing, um, cause I mean, it's, it's not something that, you know, you, someone who's just at the very basic level, it's something I guess that we all need to be continually doing is that constant, uh, re, reaffirmation, uh, and recommitment. Um, of being an intentional um, disciple of Jesus Christ. So, listeners, you can you can go away and 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 take that take that with you. Um, and so, yeah, thank you very much, Archbishop Julian, for for joining me again today. Um, and thank you for for those challenging uh, but very pertinent words in our world today. Thank you very much, Luke. It's been a pleasure. You have been listening to Grace and Truth, talking with Archbishop Julian. For more talks, interviews and shows, visit cradio.org.au.